0: And-, and welcome oh, to Excuse me. Us the Podcast. Excuse us is about Ooh. sharing our unfiltered
1: stories with a lot of love, laughter and good vibes.
0: So grab a drink, alcohol it or otherwise, we won't judge and chill with your favorite girlfriends. It's a rainy day in London, it's gloomy in France, and we are back again to bring sunshine
1: in your lives with episode number eight, and it's going to be all about rejection. Um, We want to talk about how it feels to be rejected. If you have rejected someone, maybe, um, (laughs) you might having a bit of a flashback and also the different moments in life that you can be rejected. So work, relationships. So that's going to be intense, but we're going to keep it light and fun. Yeah. So should we just get right into it? Yes, let's get
0: to talking. (laughs) Girl, when you think of rejection, what feelings come come up like do you like what thoughts come up do you think of a particular incident like does it like do you have a trigger is it a trigger word like rejection
1: you think of this one time at bank camp <laughs> like, oh my like god I feel like it's just I've got like shivers <laughs> down my spine I'm like oh my god it's it feels like such a harsh terrible words because I feel like we are raised thinking rejection is failure versus rejection mm-hmm. might be an opportunity to learn something. But we'll park that, we'll get yes. back to it a little bit later. So what has come to mind? Um when I was uh 20, I took some exams to get into business school in France. And I had this like you know, this like dream school that I wanted, which I knew I would never get because I didn't have the grades in maths to get it anyways. But then I had like my kind of second like second choice um which was like a shared choice there were two Mm. second choices and I really wanted it and the job the school would have been in France I would have been able to leave out my parents for my business school years I would have been able to be surrounded by my mates um from like my childhood but no Mm -hmm. I did not get that school and I remember like crying like my entire soul out just thinking Mm. it was the end of my life. I was 20 and I was like, I don't have the right school. Therefore, I'm not going to have like the career of my dreams. Therefore, I'm not going to be able to have this international life that I want because it had been so built up in my mind through school that the studies I would do um, for my bachelor and my master's would choose or direct the entire course of my adult life that I had built up to this moment and just not being able to get my – first choice was an absolute defeat. Um so I cried like my entire body water, I think. And then my dad came mm. to me. Um, it was like a very summery, I think August. Um, and then my dad came to me and said, okay, um very Connie, you need to get over this. Uh, <laughs> because, because now it's we about know. what you, exactly. Like reality check. Hello, Gail. Um, earthy schooling. Um, and it was very much about, okay, what are you making out of this situation? Like how are you moving forward from this? You know, there are so many pluses to the other options you have and you actually Mm -hmm. have loads of other options. So it was like turning the negative into a positive, but like to my day, like to, you know, like, I'm still 21. Um, anyways, a few years later, I still remember that feeling. Like I still remember being rejected and it was so horrible. But what about you?
0: Yeah, I I feel like rejection is a rite of passage in life. Yes. It's just like everyone experiences it, no matter who you are. And like, it's just, you can't get away from it. And if I think my, if I think over the past two years, I was telling one of my friends, I think it wasn't you that I was telling yesterday, I can't remember, but like, I feel like over the past two years, like, I've experienced so much rejection. It's like,
1: how do you keep your
0: head up or above water, uh, like, after that? It's like, personal life, work, um, society. It's just like, bam, 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 keep giving you the jabs. And you're just like, okay, I'm Mm. still supposed to be a functioning member of society after all these jabs Mm. that you're taking at me (laughs) at this point in time, you know? And you don't have time Um, to recover from any of that. And that's why I feel like, yeah like you don't have time and I feel like at the moment when I think of rejection I I think it's changing but at the moment I feel I should say defeat um Mm. but it's not something that I think will be a long-lasting feeling I feel that of course I'm going to come out on the other side but Mm. how do you deal with that how do you still you know come to the point where you have to you know get up and go to work you still have to hit your targets you still have to you know be nice to everyone you still have to exercise you still have to do all these things Um. but yet like inside at the core of it you feel like defeated you feel rejected you feel like all these things Um. and to be honest I I I think I've done all right but I could have done better because for me I don't necessarily like talking about things and I need to give myself some sort of you know leeway to feel that feeling like the feelings mm, and I feel that mm. I don't do that so mm. I feel when my like my rope my most recent rejection I feel like that has been like that's why or what I should say I shouldn't leave it so vague my most recent rejection was a breakup and I feel like after that I feel like everything that happened before that was just like okay now this has hit me so hard because of all the things that Mm. I have been building up that I haven't actually dealt with. And now Mm. I feel like my world is coming down. I feel like Mm. I can't handle it. I feel like this is too much. Mm. I feel overwhelmed. Um, I think maybe I would be forced to get on with it if mm. if, it, if we weren't in a pandemic, because like mm. you would still have to, have to physically get up and go to work, get yourself ready and make yourself look pretty. Yeah. Well, a different me, as I told you my work colleagues
1: saw me. Like mm. <laughs> they was like, who's this is person? And I mean COVID has like forced us to sit down and be like, okay, I'm dealing with rejection right now. Like what's mm. ha- like what's happening? Whereas I'm I'm a very, when it comes to rejection, I turn into a more aggressive mode. So like if you reject me. <laughs> I will not go ballistic on you, but I will, like, become very angry as a person and I will feel overly angry. I won't feel, like, sad. I'm just going to feel angry because I'm going to feel misunderstood. Mm. That's the thing. To me, it's like rejection mostly is, okay, somebody has misunderstood me or hasn't understood my actions or has misread me or has projected some expectations on me that I did not match or... Thoughts that I wasn't at the level or the expectations of what they felt so I feel misunderstood disappointed in the person frustrated because it's a miss it's misjudging my character Mm -hmm. and therefore I become like I switch this Harvey Specter for the fans of suits here um aggressive like mind mode where I'm like well actually you know you're rejecting me well it's your loss like it is your loss and I will show you how wrong you were yeah I will show you whilst getting on with my life that you're just a hater you're too small I don't care about you you will regret this
0: when I was much younger I think that was me like I could get over things easier um and right now I don't think I can I don't know what it is maybe because I've experienced such a great loss like being in a relationship for like seven years and then it coming to an end you thought that person was the one you thought that person was your person Mm. I think before that when I was younger maybe more savage I don't know I could have got over things easy like fine whatever you don't, you don't want yeah. me. Cool. I don't care. Or uh, that mm. job. Okay. Next one. Like what's going Like, I just roll with the punches and keep it. And maybe I haven't dealt with those feelings. And that, like I said before, that's why like, I, I never realized, uh, let me just start from the beginning. When I realized that that situation come to an end, I didn't realize how much of my happiness or how much of um, my self-worth was tied up into um, that person being here with me or that person being Mm. my person or that person you know thinking the world of me and is only when quote-unquote my world came crashing down it's not dramatic that I realized that I was not as happy by myself Mm. as I should have been and I didn't let my I, I kind of that person's happiness was priority over mine Mm. and and it was a hard truth to deal with and it's just like I thought I was mm. my own person I used to advocate for you know couples like you, must be se- like you must be your own person separately and it's not that I wasn't it's just in terms of happiness kind of thing it was like oh my god like I can be happy outside of this um yeah and I never Never realized how much that was tied into me being in a relationship, and I was just oh. like, okay, all right, cool. Now, now that you've realized it, Shani, what what are you gonna do? How are you gonna What do are you gonna this? do? Yeah. And I think I go into solving mode, like, how can you fix it? And yeah. like I said before, how many things can you take in terms of like, um, I changed the careers and all that, and, and then it didn't yeah. work out how I wanted it to, to, and then how many things can you take before you think okay the common factor in all the situations is you okay so is it something that you are doing is it something that is wrong with you it's so hard not to like be hard on yourself and judge yourself but you can't but even, make someone want to be with you no. you no. can't
1: make and that somebody want to rightly so. so
0: right yeah you can't make somebody want to recruit you you can't like and maybe that job that maybe that's a sign that that job isn't for you yeah it's that path isn't for you and you can't it's that person and if you're talking relationship-wise that person has to do what is best for them as well and they have to be true to themselves um and it's hard that I'm so understanding I want to be like ever you like screw you and like punch him in the face but i can't because that's not me and i'm i understand why but that does because i understand um it doesn't make the feeling any better whatsoever it doesn't make it you know go away that feeling of rejection that feeling of um not being worthy of you know someone's love and someone's attention that yeah. does not go away and I guess no. it's built into self-esteem as well how you feel about mm. yourself and I thought I, I agree. you know what I think I'm a confident person but does is that link it's hard it's hard to explain but I'm confident but I lack a little like I lack self-esteem sometimes sometimes I think yeah you're mm. a bad bitch and sometimes yeah. I'm like
1: be like, i'm not amazing <laughs> i'm a magic unicorn <laughs> too? yeah
0: so it's I'm really really hard it. and especially like when you get it again and again and again
1: mm. it's
0: just it's just so difficult and it's... as well just to add to that is like when people don't say like why why? Or they yeah. just leave you there. And when it's happened, it's just been like, excuse me, you do you know who I am? I'm a top-tier woman. <laughs> like I mean,
1: hello. <laughs> Lady Gaga, I think one of her ex-boyfriends, um, basically said to her, Your music is shit, you're never gonna be famous. And she said to him, Well, one day you won't be able to enter like uh... any small shops without like without hearing my songs. And he was like, Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, she's like. I still think about that guy. I still think about the fact that now he, when he gets into a shop, he must hear my songs.
0: I see. I have that confidence oh, in that young. way. Like I know. Yeah. 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 Kind of. But I, I don't know. It's just. It's just hard. It's been. It's been hard. I've been trying to, you know, get mm. off of a rut. And I, like, you know, it's like I feel better, and I'm doing better, and definitely like my like therapy has helped um yeah and I haven't like I had sessions and I, I definitely want to continue them so that has helped me dealing with it and like kind of bring up things that I didn't realize that kind of affected me that have mm. and affected me how I deal with situations mm. um and it's uh, just really interesting the things that you don't realize that can come into play when you don't deal with your emotions mm. and I guess the biggest thing that I've learned through that is that you can't you can't control how people handle you or or deal with you or anything like that. But you can control how you react to it and how you approach the situation. So I've kind of always known that. But I'm like it's kind of like now resonated with me because I've had the experience to kind of practice that now. But yeah, rejection is a bitch, girl.
1: It's a bitch. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's highly depending to like how you set your boundaries, right? Rejection is even harder if your boundaries are like set up close to you. Like I'm, I'm a very mm-hmm. protective person, like of myself and of people, mm-hmm. like that yes. I love. And I will build that wall around me. Like I'm very hard. Mm-hmm. Access. I'm like all cheaty, chatty, and fun, etc. But if you do want to get mm. to know me, it's going to be really hard because, yeah, you gotta got dig, dig in them later. You you're <laughs> gonna have to do the work, you're gonna have to do the work, yeah. Because I think there's that thing about like, I don't like being let down by people, and like mm. being let down to me feels also like rejection. So, like, rejection is yeah. not just like somebody saying no. To me, it's like somebody who's not showing up, who was meant to show up. It's somebody mm. not meeting their promises. It's somebody who, mm. you know, told you how amazing you were and then their actions are not showing. So mm. it's, and it's somebody who said like, yes, you matter a lot to me, whether it's a friend, a partner, a work person, mm. whomever. And in their actions or in their day-to-day or behind your back, basically, actually, they're just saying otherwise. Yeah. And to me, all of that is rejection. So therefore, I have my up. Yes at all times yes. like very high up yeah and my yeah. cycle of trust is very tiny because mm-hmm. I am not ready to like waste my emotions and be sad or frustrated yes. over people I fundamentally don't care about and yes. I wasn't always like that like few jobs ago I was this I mean I've always been like a nice kind of person but I would even in the workspace I would be very welcoming I would you know welcome friends into the workspace etc and it actually has not done me like any favor in some instances mm-hmm. and therefore I'm like okay work is work I do not want to be rejected I do not want to leave basically being let down I don't want anybody to bat mouth me which to me is rejection so therefore I will let my guards up so all mm-hmm. that I can be judged for is what I'm, ju- I'm showing and what i'm controlling anything else is behind a wall and what's actually inherent and related to my personality is so like t- my true self my you know my fun bubbly magic like sparkly personality that's only a certain type of people that can judge it and that's like the closest yeah. people um and that's of it's i think fundamentally yeah. it's fear of rejection and the different types of rejections yeah yeah
0: yeah because like it's especially with work, work situations for me I try to keep work situations very separate it's just like oh let's do this oh no you're a work colleague <laughs> yeah, you you're not allowed to do that kind of you keep them at bay because yeah I, you know one of the biggest bugbears of my life is that I tell someone something and they tell another person oh my that god I yes hate it so much that's why I'm so selective selective with what I tell people um Mm. and trust me if if someone tells me something as a friend yeah rest assured I'm not telling no one I just feel like it's not my place to share someone else's story it's not my story to tell
1: so that's how I do situations
0: and I expect my friends to do the same thing and that's what I fear about work friends is that you share to someone and then who shares to this person who then shares to my boss, and now the whole team knows everything about me. And I just don't like that. I love to keep it separate. I remember one time, this someone actually told me um, at work, on the days I work you know, I don't know anything about you other than the fact that you're
1: from Barbados. <laughs>
0: and I was like, I in my head I'm like,
1: good. <laughs> and I, and I'm freaking fabulous. That is all you need to know. That is all you need to know so what has been your biggest rejection at work my mine has been there was a job I tried like there was a company I tried to get in and it took me three applications for three different jobs over the course easy of like two years to get into like to get a job in that company um is there a company Mm -hmm. or like a job in particular where you were like I feel like have been like it's been really hard or maybe like a colleague at work where you felt rejected uh,
0: no no either I, I haven't felt rejected at work in a way by people um because maybe I, kind of, somebody, I kind of do my own thing I can't yeah yeah I kind of I'm like um me. I go to lunch by myself it's not a big deal if I if I'm sitting mm. by myself I like that but when I can when I think of work and I think of rejection I think of when I was changing jobs um, yeah. and I stopped doing like being doing finance and stuff like that and I wanted to go into merchandising yeah and, and they were like you have to start from the bottom up and I was just like so sorry what <laughs> do you know who I am sorry what pick up? do you <laughs> know who I am and sorry, I kind of hear. took that leap of faith and said you know what this
1: yeah Say say that again. No, yeah, that's it. That was a delay.
0: <laughs> you were just like there was an anecdote to what I was saying. Sorry, I didn't get that. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> right. So um yeah. So I took the haircut and. I started from the bottom doing merchandising. Right? I had this plan, which I did speak to consultants beforehand, which they're sometimes so shit, but I did speak to consultants before and say, okay, what's the process of this? I spoke to someone in merchandising as well. Um, and they never explained to me that it's so rigid in terms of how, well, where I was, it's so rigid in terms of how, what you can do is like, you have to be this, then you have to be this, and then you have to be this. Like it's steps that you have to follow. And the fact that I had a finance background, I have um, doing management accounts and all that did not matter. And I was like, hello, yeah. I was listening yeah. doing management accounts for a whole freaking entity. OK, so yeah. <laughs> can you just like, realise that I'm freaking amazing and give me the job? But I had to start from the bottom. I had to start from being a merchandising assistant. And I was like, OK, in a year, I'm going to go and be, you know, do, do go to the next step. And it was just not like that. It was a lot of red tape. A lot of it had to wait for someone else to go before you could go up, and then and then hitting, and then even if you went outside of the company, it was just like, well, we need to have at least two years. It's just like I've got a year now, and then I've also got th- more than three to five
1: years of
0: management cabinet experience. Like, come yeah. on, can
1: you please like, just, yeah.
0: that was really frustrating.
1: Yeah, you feel like rejection is strongly felt if you have a big ego or small ego do you think it just doesn't matter I think it doesn't matter because I don't have a big ego and rejection still hits me hard yeah
0: it hits me hard it hits me hard especially when you have a plan to do something I know plans don't always go as you want them to right. um, yeah. but especially when you have a plan okay we we'll do this and like this is the next step and once mm. I get that achieved it's like when you hit that roadblock or when you're given that roadblock yeah. I should say it's very hard to think how am I gonna you know get past it get around yeah. get under it, right something it's very hard and I don't think it has anything to do with egos as I said at the beginning like it's it's like everyone experiences it and um I think even if you brush it off, there's going to come a time like how it yeah. did with me where, you, where it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. And it's just going to come to a point where you're going to yeah. have to deal with that. And it's going to have to, it's going to come out in some way, shape or form, whether it's your actions, whether it's like frustration, it's going to come out in some way. It's gonna It always does. It's because you're holding something that you should have released and you have to let yourself release those emotions to heal and recover and, you know, approach something anew. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it really matters, but I think. Oh, another thing that you you said which um caught my attention is when you said, um, when people and their actions and like their actions and their words don't mash up match up. Mm-hmm. And that's another really annoying thing for me. Is that's like if you just say what you mean. And let your actions back that up. And if you don't mean that, just, just don't be say it.
1: Just don't adult bother. enough
0: to accept the consequences of the fact that you don't, that's not your, like, that's not how you truly feel. So uh, that that's another thing for me is just like people not being honest in their, um, or not like, you know, not owning their own truths and not owning, okay, you know what, this is how I feel about the situation and let you know and then act in a different way, or trying to hide it to benefit themselves, like, I don't like that, I really want people to just, like, you know, just say what you mean, mean what you say, and, you know, just, yeah, treat people properly, that's what it is, it's like, and you know what, when you say about how at the beginning when you said about how um you we have rejected people ourselves I think that when I experienced rejection myself and how it hit me hard in terms of work in terms of other areas of my life I kind of then it caused me to think about how I how you rejected people people. (laughs) Yeah, and not that I'm about here saying, no, not you, go, swipe, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. <laughs> it's just that, like, <laughs> it just calls you to think of how other people might feel in a certain situation. Yeah. And for the most part, I feel like I have handled rejection quite a while, how, like, I deal with other people quite well in terms of that I cr- try to say okay this is what I'm feeling at this point in time and I try to be yeah. very honest with my feelings I'm very honest with how I approach situations and I think sometimes it's not like you end up being like you 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 bear the consequences for being honest but mm. the point is that you haven't lied to anyone and you've the way how your delivery is and you know just making sure that that person knows the truth um not maliciously but you know, Kind of know how you feel is very important, and yeah, yeah, like it's hard to to kind of tell people no or or you know say you know you're not the right one or like I'm just not mm. feeling it or something like that. it's really hard. But you have to be true to yourself. Have you ever had spirits where you had to like you know <laughs> say like you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had to do it
1: to like people, (laughs) both personally and in work environments. And I didn't realise the impact that it could have on somebody until I gone through similar experiences. And in some instances I've actually thought about it a few years later. Um, not necessarily in the moment, like in the moment I don't I find it hard to put yourself in the person's shoes. Like speaking very honestly, you're like, I know and I understand what I'm gonna do to this person. And know how hard it can be but up until nothing hurt. you live through it you don't mm. realize how much it can hurt and when it has been the case yeah. in the past I thought oh maybe I like I would like to reach out to this person and say I'm really sorry for what I've done to them but then I'm like mm. they've moved on you know their life their life is probably yeah. really good they might have a very
0: good life yeah. like
1: a good family with a good work and a good situation and they're probably yeah. like Way over that experience, and actually, it would just bring back like bad memories, bad emotions. Um, maybe they're very angry Mm. at me, maybe they've completely forgotten who I am, like, girl who, like, you know, Um, yeah, it's true. So, I mean, liberty can say girl who, but sorry, (laughs) hi, sorry. Um, just call my PA, please. It's true, Um, it's like, but I had those, yeah, (laughs) moments of like reflections when I was like oh my god it's like what have I done like I feel really shit like I feel really sorry like I can really understand I can relate and like I can't imagine what I did to this person but then I am one of those people who yeah. think like what doesn't kill you make you stronger like I've lived through pretty yeah. intense things I'm doing and this to make you stronger <laughs> exactly I am teaching you a good lesson you will come back you will pay me it's life coach normally I would charge you so you're welcome <laughs> You joke, we joke, okay? We joke. (laughs) And we're joking. We're not horrible people. Well are we? I don't know. (laughs) Kidding. Kidding. No, definitely not. I
0: I, I should say I try not to be. (laughs) Yeah. I agree with everything we've said and like it's so It's so real rejection. It's so especially for freaking real. I know I keep saying this. Yeah, for me, I feel it's so much and I don't think that sometimes when people do it to you they realize how much it affects you. Like for me, okay, obviously to the world, I'm just like, I'm fine, it's all right, it's good. Are you sad? You put in your best face and you approach to the world yeah. like yeah, I've yeah. this. But, but no. It's very, very, very hard. And I just want to, you know, tell people, not that I'm like preaching to you, but really, really just be kind
1: um to people
0: and just be mindful of their feelings I'm not saying to sugarcoat things and lie but you know just your approach and your delivery and how you you know you go about Mm. telling people your own truths or even you know rejecting people so to speak you just be very aware that you know you might be you know breaking someone's heart you know (laughs)
1: yeah definitely so guys, now we're going to do the Sisterhood Minute and Shani is on the grill. Yes, it's me. Uh,
0: we talked about rejection today and like I said at the beginning, it's a right of passion for all of us and we all experience it, but we can get over it and we can end up on the other side, happier, renewed, refreshed. So if you do experience rejection, don't let it get you down. Um, just you know just use tools to help you get through it whether that's therapy whether it's speaking to a friend just make sure that you do that and also if you are rejecting someone hopefully you don't have to do it but just you know check your delivery and make sure to be kind and just know that the other person has feelings too okay I'm talking from experience here okay (laughs) so light and love to you all bye thanks so much for listening please share this episode with everyone and your mama and follow us
1: on instagram at excuse us underscore the podcast Thank us using the hashtags hashtag excuse us underscore the podcast or excuse us and to get in touch email us via excuse us the podcast at gmail.com Wishing you peace, love and goodbyes from us to you all. Until next time.